Readers and poem lovers, have you heard of the new poetry book released by Tahir Francis? This brand new book has over 70 poems that will make you think deep or even have you weep. The book Trail of Thought is out now on Amazon. Tell us how much you love the book with your comments in the review section. Get your copy of Trail of Thought today. Hi guys, welcome back to Don't Hate the Player Podcast. This is your co-host here. This is your other co-host, Keegan. And today we'll be talking about... The honeymoon phase. We want to also give a special shout out to our sponsors today, Below Robes. The link will be in their bio. Make sure you cut your robe uh, for the, the uh, wintertime or Christmas. It's a great gift as well too. And I believe they'll be out on a Black Friday itself, so make sure you guys check out that at belowrobes.com. All right, now back to it. So, yeah, the honeymoon phase. I feel like, especially a lot of hopeless romantics, they do love, they, they do want this to extend throughout our relationship forever. But I don't feel like being realistic, being a realist, being a realist, like I know it doesn't last that long. After that first real big argument relationship, then you kind of like kind of settle down and say, oof, this is where we really are now, you know? Because you're just, you're just on a high. From the talking stage to the dating Everything is fine. No arguments. Everything's peachy. I love each other. Da, 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 da. Okay. So just to clarify, so what you are defining the honeymoon phase as is the phase when you just start the relationship or just before it. Like the honeymoon phase is it can go from yeah, it's, it's usually just just the start of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But it it carries from the talking stage to the dating. Okay. Right. Because again, and y'all in the high. The bottom half of the stage to the, Yes, yes, the bottom half, especially, yeah, yeah, because that's more like are compatible on the same wavelength, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I think you guys will be more realistic with the honeymoon phase. Like, it's going to have a end date, of course. It can't last that long. And I feel like being a realist again, too, you got to, I think it it, 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 real, it opens your eyes to come, come to a realization that, hey, we do have differences. We can have arguments, but how can we solve it? And that's a key thing. If you can't solve issues, after a honeymoon phase, you guys are on a ticking time bomb. It's going to end very quickly. You know what? Something I actually always ask girls is uh, how they like to be communicated with, actually. I uh, mean, like, by, by texting and te- texting and no, calling? No, like, in terms of, like, when we have, like, a, like, if there's, like, a disagreement or problem, okay. I would ask them a question. Like, if there was an issue or problem, how do you like to be communicated with? Like, nice. how do you want me to approach it? Good so question. I know how you, you know what I'm saying? How you, could re- how you receive the information to the point where you actually listen to what I'm saying. Because a lot of times... You'll say you have like there's be an issue or something, and you might address it, but they're not listening because of how you're communicating it, or because they don't want to listen. But I'm like, let, let me know in a way I can communicate it to where you will listen to what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with me, but as long as you hear me, and then you know we work the middle ground. So I always ask that question based off that. That's a pretty good question. Pretty good question. I feel like again, solution. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing. How can we solve this problem? Right. Mm-hmm. They can get back to the honeymoon phase, low key, because if you guys can solve it very quickly, back to lovey lovey. But if it if it drags on for days, weeks, months, it's draining, mm-hmm. and people don't realize that when you get drained out of arguments, emotions wither away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and that carries throughout relationship. You know what I'm saying? So some people still, and again, remember, relationships two parties, right? So if one person's feeling less emotionally attached mm-hmm. now because the arguments still linger around. 
other person is trying to make effort to keep it together. It's not yin and yang anymore. You know what I'm saying? You guys, someone's going to walk away from it. And it becomes a forced love. Right? So, again, the key things with the with honeymoon phase is how can we solve these issues beforehand and how can we solve it during? That makes you guys more mature. Right? Key thing there. And, again, it, it, it comes to, yes, we can work out long term. Because, again, one of our past episodes we talked about was sometimes in toxic relationships, People tend to get into arguments, right? Not the same as gender, get into arguments. Mm-hmm. So one person or both people don't take accountability. Mm-hmm. Argument still lingers on. Someone has to apologize eventually. Nine thousand times a guy, right? <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. either this is the thing though. This is the key thing I want to break down. Let's say now argument happens. The guy apologizes with words. The guy usually brings gifts too, most times. So let's say now he brings flowers, um, some makeup gifts or whatever, da 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 da. You're happy in that moment. But I don't think people realize the issue is still there. Because think about it. Really think about it. Let's use celebrities for a second. I think it was happened the other day. Or a couple of months ago when Money Bag Yo and Ari was still dating. That issue, the man bought her breaking bag. She shut up. She was happy. But man, the issue is still there. He just bought her something to to distract her from the from the argument. But days later, when it finally hits her back, oh wait, I'm still mad at this guy for this. He didn't fix his he didn't fix his bond. And usually, sometimes it's boundaries, guys. You can't sacrifice your boundaries for someone else's happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's a key thing there as well too. Because if you do that, you'll slowly become miserable and less of yourself. Would you not want someone to embrace you for who you are? If that person changed you for the negative reasons. Why are you still with them? Yes, I get you love them, but is love really enough? It's not. No, 100%. And I'm glad you brought up the fact that he bought a gift, or a lot of dudes do it, mm-hmm. buy gifts. That's a temporary fix. Obviously, it's, tem- like, it's temporary, so it's not going to last long. And I think a lot of people need to understand. We're talking about the honeymoon phase here. The honeymoon phase. Keyword is phase. Phases don't last long, like the relationship. The relationship is going to last longer than that one phase, so you really do have to address issues and understand how your partner wants to be communicated with, how you can communicate issues in a safe, in a safer way. Because if you don't, after that phase is done, it's going to be a lot of negativity. I would rather the phase end and it's still the relationship still positive. Because at the end of the day, if you go on a real honeymoon, if you were to get married and go on a real honeymoon, you're going to go to like what Mexico for a week, but you're not staying there for the rest of your life. So you got to understand that it comes to an end. Yes. But it's what you do after that matters. As I thought, what a key thing, the reality, when reality hits, like, wait, this is really where we are. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to solve issues before they arise and while they arise so you guys can solve it, right? I don't want to break another section into this, into this topic of honeymoon phase. So let's say now the relationship's going on well for a couple more, a couple years, three, four years. I don't think guys really, people really understand this. There comes a time where there's comfortable relationships, right? And again, not saying the gender, nine times out of ten, when both y'all are comfortable, someone's gonna call it out. And it's the one who's wearing the skirt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, relationship again, yeah. I think you guys understand. It's a partnership with friends slash lovers, right? If I'm if I'm if I'm at a point where my girl's comfortable enough to be complete like who she is, like by herself at home with me around, I'm I'm content, I'm happy. But when girls see that. 
it's like, oh, he's becoming lazy. He's not giving the energy anymore like he used to. He's not chasing me. And let's say now, not saying it happens a lot, but another outside party comes and talks to your girl, gives him a compliment that you haven't complimented in a while. Mm -hmm. She gets swept up by lust now from someone else. Vice versa, same thing with guys, right? Mm -hmm. And I think you guys understand, comfortability is a part of relationships, right? No, I'm not saying you can't call things out and be keep the romance, keep the fire going, the romance fire. But it's like comfortability will it happen? I don't think it's a negative thing in a relationship yeah. for you guys to be comfortable with each other. I'm, I think it's it just shows how much you guys grown and the understanding of each other to be that comfortable. Yeah, sometimes I feel like comfortable silences are very necessary. It does show that you guys have a good connection. If you good connection, because if you can literally sit in a room with someone or your partner. And you guys not say a word to each other, but you're like you're just enjoying your time in the company. That's probably a really good relationship you guys got going on, in my honest opinion, right? Because I hate being around people that just like you know you're just in the room quietly have to talk, or mm-hmm. right? To fill the void. To fill yep. the void. But like if you could, if she if you and her could be comfortable, that that's fine. But I think also when it comes to comfortability, like we've talked about this a few episodes ago, especially when it comes to men. Men are very we're very simple minded. When we're comfortable, you'll know. Like, if we don't have to think around you, we're at peace, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times, like I said, I've always said, men can we have this ability where we can just shut our brains off? So it's just like, I like like I'm not I may not be complimenting you as much and all that, but I obviously still feel those things. And if you notice that, you don't have to, because I I feel like a lot of times people like girls will go go to their friends and complain that he's not doing this, not doing that. Yeah. Well, why don't you come to me and communicate that with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because if if I'm getting comfortable, I might not notice those things. So if you come to me and say, yo, like I, like, I understand you're comfortable, but I do like when you do this, I do that. If you could do it a bit more, you know, and then I'm sure as a man, you could compromise that for, for your relationship. And the reason I brought up the comfortability part in this topic is, as Keegan mentioned, phase. The honeymoon phase has a time limit too. It doesn't, you're not in a whirlwind you know, romance the whole time of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you guys, even though we're growing now, we should know the real from fake, but it's y'all get swept up with these movies and shows of what love looks like. That's not reality, man. Not, not reality. <laughs> Especially a key one, waking up out of bed and kissing my girl on the lips. Come on, bro. You're red hot, man. Not kiss that. Movies to see that. Come on, not real life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, be realistic in certain things. Work on situations and solving them. That's how you can keep the fire within the honeymoon phase and, you know, stretch it a bit longer in that sense, right? And I feel like a lot of people are rushed to relationships too because they get swept up in this new love real quick, right? And I, I, should, I wouldn't say there should be a timeline on when to start dating, but, like, you th- do you think a month to three is quick enough to know somebody? Exactly. No. Too quickly, or be checking yourselves. To be honest, yeah. And again, it could derive from loneliness. Mm-hmm. You gotta analyze that as well too. Are you in a person lonely? That's why you guys decide to date, or do you feel like? And it could happen. You get swept up romantically so fast, everything happens so quickly. You just said yes, right? But I think it's good to take a step back. Okay, let's say if you did say yes within two months, I talk to somebody. Fine, because y'all saw each other like 10 to 20 times in two months. Fine, fine. It's still, and we, we mentioned this a lot of times, the key questions. If you ever ask those longevity questions, mm-hmm. 
you could be in a short-term relationship. That's the next thing too. You can date, but certain relationships have timelines. Some of them are short, some are long-term relationships. So you gotta analyze and say, am I in a short-term relationship or in a honeymoon phase and we just follow, break, argue, argue and break up? Or are we in it for the long haul? We argue a bit, we try to solve the issues, make effort on both sides of it and keep it going. And I'm saying, so there's two relationships again. You guys gotta analyze that and say, okay, Maybe we got into maybe we got maybe we got into this too soon, right? But if the efforts aren't shown on both sides on sides of the party, you already know it's a long term, a short term relationship. It's nothing long term, so there's nothing to fight for. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times people are getting in relationships just to have the honeymoon phase, not because they actually like the person, because they might see. Because like I always said, like we live in like a microwave area, so everything, everything people see on social media, it happens so quickly, so they start they start applying that into their life, like. There's literally a syllabus for relationships in our generation. Like, you DM a girl, one month you're dating her, man. Right? So, I feel like a lot of times they see certain things on social media, like, oh, this guy's doing this for his girl, or they're, these guys, this couple's doing this together, or whatever. So, people get, find somebody quickly who they know that may be able to do those things, and they just want to do it with them instead of getting to know the person. It's one thing to do that with somebody, but it's another thing to do it with someone you actually have feelings for. 100%. I definitely do agree with that for sure. And I feel like, again, too, it's the, the questions you ask each other, you know, making sure you see this person be the real one. And I, I, a quick exercise I'd love for you guys to do. If you're dating somebody or talk to somebody you, you think that is serious, write down five things you, you like about them. And if you see most of the things written are physical aspects, that's not the situation you're looking for. Because again, you're mostly just swept up by their looks, right? Guys and girls, right? Write it down and see. Do I really like this person just for their looks or personality? If I, if I ask somebody right now, what do you love about your boyfriend? Oh, he just, he looks so handsome, tall and protective. Duh, 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 duh. Those are all physical aspects, a small but a couple of actions. But if you said, oh, he's genuine, very thoughtful, very open-minded, I can come to him and da, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's a bit more emotional. I can say, okay, we have more emotional connection here. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to ask these questions mm-hmm. and see and really reflect and say, do I really like this person for this reason or that reason? You know what? I do a similar thing when I'm talking to a girl. What I do is um I ask what are five I ask what are five reasons someone would date you or what are five reasons someone wouldn't. Oh, that's a nice one. Right? So and then write down your write that down for yourself as well. And then you guys can kind of like trade, not to say trade notes, but like see like what qualities that you see within your My question is, do they write realistic stuff about the things they don't why people wouldn't date the them? Like I feel like a lot of people won't at the same time. Yeah. It's kinda hard to judge. Because for me, for example, like I feel like sometimes I'm very blunt and I notice that I like to get the last word. Yeah. Right. Fair. So that's like me being honest about that. So if if that if that's something I notice, I put that up in front of you and I figure that's why I would ask communication questions like so I can understand. I'll pause for a second. I feel like a lot of people embrace their flaws for the wrong reasons too. Right? You know, King is saying he's blunt and stuff. He's trying to work on fixing that in that sense. It might take some time, but the effort shows. Well, some people might be like, let's just say a girl, right? She's petty. Yeah, I'm petty and what? That's not <laughs> cute. Why am I taking this on? I can already tell it's a child, you know what I'm saying? This. And I, I've said this too. I, I'm a petty guy, but I said I need to work on it because it can't be two petty people in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell the like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it ain't going to be me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they don't want to fix themselves. 
which I already know, I'm, you know, some people are petty. So yeah, that's, a good, that's a good thing. Yeah. If you, judge, if you look at those, the question I asked, well, you can see if someone's really trying to make the changes mm-hmm. for themselves, not even just for you, like mm-hmm. they need to make for themselves because that's going to affect the people they meet in, in general and interact with. Yeah. hundred so, percent. Yeah. I definitely do agree. And guys, just basically just to uh, sum this up is just like with honeymoon phase again, it's a phase it's short term, right? Mm-hmm. Again, ask the question to see, are you in a short-term relationship or a long-term relationship? Because they're, they're different goals. You can still have fun in both of them. It doesn't have to be long-term per se because everybody wants a marriage in that aspect too or just mm-hmm. want a long partnership just for a certain time frame, right? So it's good to analyze and reflect. You have something to say? Yeah, I was going to ask you a question actually. So if you can answer it, it's fine because mm-hmm. uh, for the women listening and the men listening, you guys can answer the question in our comment section on Instagram. Well, the question I was going to ask you was, um, what do you think the honeymoon phase looks like for a girl? What do you think it looks like for a man? Honeymoon phase for a girl, basically just being pampered, showing a lot of quality time and attention, mm-hmm. a lot of dates, and just basically just, she can't stop bragging about her man to her friends. Okay. Honeymoon phase for a guy, talking about his girls to his, to his, to his, to his guys. I would say cutting down some some of the mandem time to the girl, um, going on a lot of dates, and just feeling like yo, like you know, a, a lot of communication, daily communication, probably a lot of phone calls, more than texting per se too, and um, then, yeah, just feel like yeah, I can really like feel comfortable with this person. I think for guys, honeymoon phase is comfort, comfort. and for girls, honeymoon phase is just feeling appreciated us in that sense, or just feeling attention. just feeling attention. just attention. attention and love. Yeah, attention and love. Those are the two I, I would say definitely need to fix. I agree with you. I do agree with that. Because yeah. I even remember, this is recent, like like two months ago. Bro. I went out with this girl, and I was going out with her, actually, like a few times, actually, like on dates. And then um, she said something to me that, horrible. And it's then not like, so basically, because um, if anyone knows, I work, I'm, I'm, I'm working a lot, and I go to school, right? So I'm busy. This, and I'm paying for school myself. Mind you, and I'm taking this girl on dates, mm-hmm. right? And usually, you know how this goes. Guys usually paying. Yep. Sad. And she was talking about oh, like spending more time because I couldn't do it because obviously I'm too busy. And she's like, "Oh, you gotta just live in the moment." So I'm like, oh, "Who's moment?" Because I'm paying for everything. Right? Yeah. So, like, so I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt like she was more so still in that little honeymoon phase because as I got busier, I I kind of had to exit. Okay. And then she kind of stayed. So do you feel do you feel like if she had stepped in in that financial aspect, it would have still been going on? Potentially. Okay. I, I think... feel like it just came. It, it's not even because obviously. So the then, so then, so then, so then, technically, you weren't really busy. Just financial aspect. No, I was busy though. Okay. But like, I'm saying from her perspective, I feel like there's obviously guys out there who can meet that quality time requirement that she needed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I couldn't. But like. As I, especially as I was getting busier, I felt like the honeymoon phase came out of me and then okay. stayed with her. So I feel like that happens a lot as well. So quick question on that, because there wasn't already arguments. What? So it just fell out of you because you were you were already anticipating the busy schedule, or no, was, was it just a lot of busier. a lot of demands for it to, to meet up? What was it? Because like especially when she wanted to link and stuff, I couldn't because I have her studying, working. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So like, so. So for you to keep in love, then you have to see a person on a constant, on a consistent basis, basically. For me, to be honest, it's you, not you even, said you said once a week, so now it sounds like well, it might be more. Good for me. It might sound like it might be more now. No, nah, I was gonna say for me, I for me, I feel like the person has to understand 
that they won't be able to see me a lot. Because I hate I hate cleaning people, bro. I can't lie. I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning. So understanding is a turn on for you. Yeah. Okay. As long as you're willing, yeah, you're, you're, you're like, if you understand or compromise that fact, then I'm fine with like I, I can see you as a as a person of intelligence. I actually like intelligence. Someone has a, a good okay. Mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, breaking that one down. Okay. See you again, guys. It's good to break down situations with people and see how you were and how and who you can be now in that situation, right? So from growing from that. So yeah, basically take some try to take some gems from this episode or to share with friends who need this value and to comment and follow us on Instagram and TikTok.